Welcome to the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Patterson, here with David McNeese. We are glad to have you here for our next episode as we continue our study of Galatians chapter 3. David, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. The God's been good to me here lately. Good. It always is, but we had a little medical scare with my wife, as you know, and yeah. that all came out clear, so I'm feeling pretty good. And after we record today, we're going fishing, so that makes me feel pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Forward to catching a few fishies, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hopefully, we can get in some crappie or something. That'd be cool. Probably my cricket cage. Exactly. Some brim, so. maybe. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, looking forward to that here in just a little bit. And oh, yeah. Before our Bible study tonight and everything. So, yep. uh, as we said, we're starting in uh, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 14. Uh, is where we left off. Uh, just to kind of keep a, a reminder of everybody, uh, we do have two different uh, translations of the Bible. I'm using the King James Version, and David is using the ESV. Uh, so we're, we are looking for that. Uh, good to have that because translations help out a lot uh, when we're studying uh, different point of views. And so, uh, like we mentioned, we're in Galatians 3.14. Uh, David, you want to start there, and we'll kind of pick up where we left off? Sure thing. All right. So that in Christ Jesus, the blessings of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. To give you a human example, brothers, even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it has been ratified. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to all springs, referring to many, but referring to one. And to your offspring, who is Christ. That is what I mean, the law which came 430 years afterward does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God, so as to make the promise void, for if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but by God, who gave it to Abraham by a promise. Alright, so a lot packed in those few verses there. Yes. <laughs> that Paul is bringing out, and and kind of to keep us in mind who Paul is talking to, to the, the Jews, those that were or Gentiles in Galatia. Both. So. Both of them, really. And, and telling them where this promise had came from uh, through Abraham, through the promises of Abraham. And, and that's one thing I was looking up as we started. Uh, where do we find that? And we find that in Genesis chapter 17. Uh, and, and this is what Paul is referring to, that promise that was coming through Abraham. Uh, Genesis chapter 17, starting in, in verse 1. It says, And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the mighty, almighty God, walk before me, and thou perfect. And I will make that my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be the father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but, in, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations I have made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and, thy, and thee, and thy seed after thee in, the, in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed the land thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession I am 
I will be their God. Uh, and Abraham said unto, and God said to Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generation. So again, there we see that promise that was given to him, that covenant between Abraham. Uh, he's going to be fruitful. Uh, he, he's going to be. He's going to have this land that, that he's been journeying, journeying in the land of Israel. Uh, he's going to be a father of many nations, and it's through Abraham's seed that that covenant or that promise of Christ is going to come. Right, and as Paul points out, it's one seed, it's one offspring. True. So it's going to mean it's not like you have the Jews over here that have. I mean, at this point in the storyline, yeah, the Jews are obviously a big part, and now the Gentiles have been brought in, and now they're just one offspring. Yeah, it's just one offspring, one descendant of Abraham, one son, you know, brothers of Christ and sons of God. True, true, and this is very important for us today because a lot of us today we we can't follow our genealogies all the way back to. A tribe of Israel today that's right. all that's all been destroyed right and so in a sense we're all Gentiles uh, we're part, we're heirs of that same promise through Christ right uh, and being added to the to the church through Christ uh, so that's what Paul is talking about there that, that uh, that's the promise that was made and that one seed is Christ that that brought brought it from being a singular nation to a kingdom of God. Right. True. Uh, so there's a lot there. And, and it always amazes me. You think of Abraham. Here he is, uh, 99 years old, or 100 years old, and, and Sarah being about the same, and, and they have a child. And you really Pretty think amazing. it is amazing. It really is. And that plays a big part for the, the Jewish nation because they looked at all those genealogies. Uh, they wanted to know where that bloodline was coming from. Right. Uh, and, and that bloodline is shown throughout uh, the Bible, uh, starting in Genesis with, with Seth and going all the way forward through Noah, through Abraham. And if you look back on his life, there's some, or that, that lineage, there's some pretty incredible events that oh, definitely. led to the conception of those children that followed theft, you know, continued the bloodline. True. I think of Rahab hiding in the spies and then her end up being in the bloodline of Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ruth is in there. I think of Ruth and that whole situation there with Boaz. I think of... Yeah. Um, uh, I also think of Judah and Tamar. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. There's they, just... There's so many events that stand out. Oh, definitely. And they're not always... We may not always see them as something positive at the time, especially when you think of like Judah and Tamar. True. But look at what it brought about. Look what God used it to bring about. True, definitely, uh, definitely, and and there's so much that goes into what Abraham is told here, and we see kind of what takes place it, when it doesn't follow. Uh, we we see that split there, especially you look at some of the uh, the Muslim religions. They look toward Abraham as as the father, and that's really where that split comes in place, where we have that relationship between the Jews and and the the Muslims today, uh, it's pretty much just a big family feud between them. Yeah. And that fighting and arguing still goes on today. Uh, kind of, probably always will. And probably always will, uh, definitely. Uh, but kind of getting back to what uh, Paul is talking about, it's through that seed, that covenant, Christ get, uh, came, that we can have that inheritance uh, by that promise. Uh, so... And that's what Paul's bringing forth to them to point out, hey, 
that promise got us to where we are today uh, and where they were at that time. Uh, and, and so there's a lot, lot right there in those few ver- verses that needs to be explained and, and, and brought out, especially going right. back looking at that Old Testament. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on to verse 19. Uh, it says, Wherefore then serveth the law? It was added because of, of transgression, till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, and it was ordained by angels in the hand of the mediator. Now a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given, which could have, been, have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. But the scripture has concluded all under sin, that the promise of by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Uh, again, just a lot right there. Uh, and talking about that law. The law, uh, and going back to the Old Testament, because that's where Paul's going, uh, that law had a purpose. Right. Uh, definitely. And it, it had a purpose to bring them to Christ, and that's what Paul's pointing out. It kept them under some level of godliness. True. To the uh, point that Christ came and fulfilled that promise. Yeah. Kept them in, I don't, almost don't want to say kept them in check, but in a way it did. It was their schoolmaster and guided them along. True, it did. It really did. And I think he brings that out here in just a little bit. Right. Uh, that law being a schoolmaster. And, and Paul, I forgot where it is, but Paul brings out a good question, a good thing about that, talking about that law. Without that law, we we wouldn't know what sin was. Right. Uh, we know that now that sin is a transgression of God's law uh, and what He's told us. Uh, but that was the one of the main effects of that is if you do something wrong, this is the consequence for it. Right. Uh, this is what what comes from it. And there weren't so many of those direct consequences under the patriarchal law, if you think about it. Not that True. we knew of. Yeah. I mean, there were consequences for sin, but it wasn't the strict set of guidelines that, you know, eat every person that was a Jew had to follow. True. To the T. Yeah. Unlike patriarchal law, where each father ruled his own house according to what God gave him. Yeah, true. True. And we do that see that separation there between them. Which is what Abraham would have been under. Yeah. Yeah, Abraham is definitely under that... that uh, patriarchal. patriarchal age. Yeah, uh, Moses and and the Israelites haven't got the Ten Commandments up right. to this point. Right. Uh, but that's coming soon. Right. Uh, very soon for them. Uh, it is interesting looking at Genesis chapter seventeen, verse ten. There he has this covenant, and right there we see uh, every man child shall be circumcised. So circumcision is already starting to come in right. to set them apart. They got already started to set them apart. And, of course, yeah. you know, it's talked about, again, I'm not sure exactly where. Probably should have done more research. But yeah. we have a circumcision of the heart now. True. We may not have to be physically circumcised as Christians, but we still have to have our heart circumcised and we still have to be set apart. True. True. Definitely. And that goes back to kind of what Paul was talking about with uh, Titus. Right. Uh, Titus didn't have to be circumcised under the, right. under the new law that God has given us. Uh, but it is through that by, and it's not by works. It's always it's the promise by faith. Right. And we see there in verse twenty-two. Uh, what we're going to be getting into now with with uh, with Abraham is this yeah. is all through faith. Yeah, true. And, and Abraham is a a wonderful example of faith. Uh, to pick up everything he had to leave his home, to go and be a, a 
a stranger in a, in a country to just travel in a tent and, and pretty much uh, and to take that and not know where to go. Believe yeah. the Iron Maiden song, A Stranger in a Strange Land. You yeah, know, yeah, true. so well here. It does. Um, he was... And it wasn't, he didn't go for riches. He left the riches. I mean, oh, yeah. he put the riches behind. He didn't, he just spent because he was told to. True. And he believed that it would it would make him, you know, holy and righteous to go. So he went. Yeah, true. True. And even here in Genesis, we see him uh, having problems. Right. Uh, you know, here he is saying, look, uh, I'm this old. Uh, Sarah's saying, I can't have a child. Look how old I am. But by faith, they do. And they did encounter a lot of problems in the new land. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, and definitely. definitely wasn't a life of ease among family anymore. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was It was difficult. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely. Uh, where are we? Verse 23? I believe so. All right, you want to read that? And... Now, before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under your guardian. For in Christ Jesus you were all sons of God through faith. For as many as you were baptized into Christ that put, in, put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female. For you were all one in Christ Jesus, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. Right, so Here he, he ties it all together. He does, definitely. He, he says, you know... You've got the seed of Abraham, which is Christ, and he's kind of followed the Jewish progression, but now he's like, guess what? Through baptism into Christ Jesus, we're all heirs according to this promise. True. True. We're that one nation, that one seed, and Christ is the one seed, but we're all heirs according to that promise. True. Yeah, I think you said uh, guardian there. Yes. And mine says schoolmaster in the King James. So uh, that schoolmaster was to bring them to it. It was to guide them along the way. Yeah. Uh, and even though it was specifically meant to guide the Jews, it still laid the foundation for the Gentiles to be brought in as well. Oh, definitely it did. Definitely. Uh, and it's very, you know, he, he kind of comes to a conclusion on this on this subject. He says, look, uh, that by faith, we're no longer under this. We, we it had a purpose. It, it brought us to us. And then it says when we are baptized or immersed into Christ, we have put on Christ. We're, we're part of that kingdom. And then there's neither Jew nor Greek. Right. There's, there's no bond or free. There's no male or female. We're all one in Christ. Right. Yeah. And, and heirs to that, that promise. And that's what we're going to talk about a good bit probably next week will be that heir and that promise because you look at chapter 4, we go right into that. Oh, true. Definitely. And he, it, he kind of comes to a conclusion and he's going to kind of expound on it a little bit right. and go into some more and speak on it. So Absolutely. Uh, definitely a lot to come in the next uh, next chapter. Yeah, and then he'll go on to talk about um, Hagar and Sarah and the freedom woman and the slave woman and true amazing comparisons. Honestly, with me, did not didn't click at first. It took several reads through for me to understand what he was oh, yeah. saying. So, um, it's, it's powerful. It is. It really is. And and Paul's bringing out all this stuff to bring to the point that right. we're not under it anymore. Right. To because that's the whole point. They've been bewitched to think they were. Yeah. True. Hope someone's here at the door. All so, right. uh, we'll stop right there for uh, this episode. Always, and, uh, we love you. Uh, God loves you. And, and the best we'll for you. See you next time.